0: You know, I've eaten a lot of food over the years. Some of you are like, amen, don't amen so loud. I've enjoyed a lot of meals, home, away, out, in church, whatever. But what makes a meal memorable, every once in a while I'll remember the taste of the food, what I ate, but to me what makes a meal is the people that I'm sharing that meal with. And it makes all the difference on whether you hunger and thirst for God's righteousness and justice. Is you hungry? That's all I got to ask you. Is you hungry? Because I'm hungry. Um, It's Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Episode 130, finishing off a week here in Matthew 5, specifically verse 5 in the Beatitudes, which it says this, Blessed are you who hunger and thirst for righteousness or for justice is actually a better translation of that word. Says because you will be satisfied. I want you to be blessed, and I want your hunger and your thirst to be satisfied. But I want you to hunger and thirst for good things. So we've been talking all week long about how to stoke and feed our our hunger and our thirst for the good things. And um, today, I think again, I could go a little far with the uh, with the food analogy, but really. It's who you're with that makes a big difference. I know you think you're an influencer. I know you think that you influence other people and not vice versa. And that may be true. You may influence other people, absolutely. But it's no secret that people and who we surround ourselves with is a big deal. It affects our mood. It affects our desires. And it affects who we are. That's why God pulls no punches when he talks about, who you let into your life, and how you can balance uh, reaching out to people that are sick and, and healthy, and uh, while still making sure that you're not infected by that sickness. Does that make sense? I know that's in a COVID world, that takes on new meaning. What I mean is, yes, you're supposed to, Jesus hung out with the sinners, and Jesus hung out with uh, prostitutes, Jesus hung out with the lowest of the low. But he was very, still very selective on his inner circle, because even as as fully God, he was also fully man, and he knew just as he was teaching us that who were around affects and uh, what we hunger for. You know, I had to, and we we'll get to the scriptures, but I wanted to tell you, you know, a story real quick. I remember uh, when I made a decision back in my, it was really early in my adult life. I had just got done with high school, almost done with college. And I was hanging out with some people that I loved dearly I had a good time with, but they weren't the greatest influences. And I was just sure that I was influencing them. But I remember that was one of the first steps of obedience I had to take following Jesus in this new way. When I, was, when I had made that decision, I had I'd gotten saved and I wasn't just being religious. I was now a follower of Jesus. And, and the Holy Spirit would go, you know, I don't know if you want to go there. I don't think you need to hang out with him. He's not a good influence on you and and he's not gonna listen to you. And so you need to part ways. You need to put some distance between you and this person, these people that you've called friends, but are walking in a totally different way than me. And it's because of the the truth of verses like Proverbs 220 that says, and now this is this is the message, which is a paraphrase of of a translation. But in Proverbs 2.20, it says, so join the company of good men and women. Keep your feet on the tried and true paths. Who you hang out with is going to affect your destination. Who are you riding with in that, in that vehicle, so to speak, or, or, or who are you walking beside on that path? Proverbs 13.20 also says this, he who walks with the wise will become wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Right, so if you're hanging out with a bunch of idiots, there's all the time. Right, we know this is in, unavoidable sometimes, but if you are letting idiots uh, get really close to you, if you're letting foolish people, sinful people, people that have a disdain for the things of God, get into your life and influence you, then you you're gonna it's gonna be a lot harder for you to hunger and thirst for the good things because you're gonna kind of join in with it with them. Right, it's like has everybody ever w- walked in the room and went, "Man, I'm really in the mood for some pizza," or "Man, you know, what I could go for right now is some Cold Stone Creamery. I want to get that cookie Don't you want some a uh, uh, a love it version with the waffle cone?" And they start talking about it, and you're like, <sniffs> you start salivating. You're like, "I want some of that now." Right? We do that now. You got there's uh, many times I've I've been like, "Man, you start talking about this stuff now, I'm hungry." Well, it's the same way with our other desires. By the way, um, f- food and the desire for food and, and delicacies and, and tastes like that, they are very closely linked spiritually to other sensual things like, like sex, like all these other uh, desires that we may have. Uh, they're closely tied. I think that's why Jesus was using this analogy. Um, but it's, it's depending on who you hang out with. What that your desires will, will ebb and flow. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three puts it pretty bluntly. Do not be deceived. Don't get it twisted, basically. Bad company ruins good morals. Right? It's 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 just a part of, of life. And in fact, Paul says again in, in his next letter to the Corinthians, second Corinthians six fourteen, he tells them this do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Now, this is interesting because certain Christians over the years have taken this bad company, corrupts good morals, unequally yoked thing and meant that, ooh, you're a sinner, stay away from me. Like, I can only hang out with church people, which, by the way, I hate to break it to you, church people are pretty sinful sometimes too. So really, you just be hanging out alone, and then you're pretty sinful too. So you can't always – you can take this too far. You can – Let turn this into something that it's not supposed to be. But there's a difference in uh, someone who is striving for God, who has a love for God, who has been redeemed by Jesus and has inside them the desire and the ability to follow God righteously and to enact justice, God's justice in their lives. There's a difference in someone like that and someone who is going the opposite direction. So that's why when I'm advising people on dating, I'm like, look, if you're a Christian, it, all right, you can hang out with unchristians, sure, but it, it there's going to be a limit to how close they can be with you because they're going in two different directions, especially dating. Like, I know that you think you can save them. I know that you think you can save her, but uh, evangelistic dating never turns out great, right? Like, do that's why I, t- I still tell teenagers to this day, even though I'm not in youth ministry, I'm like, look, it's one thing to hang out with this guy or this girl, but if they are not a, a believer, if they do not follow, you know, at least have a, uh, an interest in following Jesus and, and committing their life to him, y'all are going to be unequally yoked and it's not going to end well. And so that's why it's important for you to select your friendship and to seek out people that are going to encourage your appetite for God's things. That's why church is important. I know I, it's funny saying that because I'm a pastor. Of course, I would say that. But even if I wasn't a pastor, I would be, I would be in to church and and the church uh, family that God provides us and, and these these Christian friendships. Those are the people you want to let in when times are tough, when you need to be vulnerable. Not everybody needs to give you advice, right? I'm so tired of Christians talking to their lost friends and their unbelieving friends and their friends that have no interest in following Jesus and going oh what do I do about this I mean the only reason I would maybe do that is so I would do the exact opposite find you some friends hang out with people that are following after God that are chasing down righteousness and justice like you And those will be the people that encourage your appetite for those things. You'll be an encouragement to each other, and it'll be a win-win for both of you spiritually. So find some good Christians. Just hang out. Hey, thank you for listening this week to Amen, Brother Ben. I just wanted to remind you real quick to make sure that you are sharing this podcast with other people. Uh, I would love for our listener base to grow, that we could continue to build this community that's devoted to getting into God's word, um, following him, right? Focusing on him, acting like Jesus. I would love for more people to be involved with that. Amenben.com is the website. Make sure you share it.